catchy hooks and hobos in the bar. And Arby's and extra cheese and girls who like it rough. These are some things and some stuff. Talking cats and yoga mats and shoes attached to springs. Taking poops and playing hoops and balls attached to strings. This is some stuff and some things. This is some stuff and some things. This is stuff. to another fun-filled, action-packed, edge-of-your-seat, thrill-ride episode of Stuff and Things, podcast about everything and nothing at all. Action-packed! <laughs> chewy! For a second, I thought you were going down a roller coaster. Was that ready to go? Ah! But hold on, hold on, wait, 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 no, 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 you gotta, you gotta start from the back, you gotta be like... And I'm Ian. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so I'm Chewy. Turn right on. <laughs> Need to record a podcast. podcast. Oh, speaking of roller coasters, Chewy, we got to head down to, not- to Knott's Berry Farm to get our heads knocked around one more time before oh, we yeah. can kill Boomerang forever. Oh, they're going to kill it? Yeah. April 24th is the last day. Right now, it's also the Boysenberry Festival, too. So oh. we can get so much. So much God's blood. So <laughs> Dude, it's God's blood. Do you have, That's what it okay, is. Okay, let me ask you a question though, real quick. And I want you to contemplate it while I give the business. Do you have a favorite berry? Think about it. While you're okay. thinking about that, uh, let's go through the business of the podcast. So uh, if you uh, are new to the show, welcome. If you're a returning sat cat, hey, welcome back. How are you? Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with our show, the easiest way to do that is to visit our website, which is stuffandthingsnetwork.com. Go there, click on the Stuff and Things Show artwork, and you'll be taken to a page where you can listen to the show right there on the website. You can also uh, subscribe to us if you like what you hear on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. Uh, you can also reach out to us on social media if you have a question or a funny story or an article you want us to talk about. Uh, you can do that by by going to uh, going to that page and also clicking on our social media buttons by we have Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, all the all the all the tweet tum Facebook grams that we have on there. That's that's when all the social media sites become one. Uh, you can also reach out to us individually on uh, on social media. On um, most things, you can find me Ian at, at irich. That's at i r i t c h. And for me, Chewy is going to be at Chewbacabra. C h e w p a c a b r a. You can also reach out to us uh, via email. There's a, a a contact us link on the very front page of our website. Click that. Select stuff and things from the show dropdown. Fill out the form and send us an email. So all of that at stuffandthingsnetwork.com. So Chewy, do you have a favorite berry? <sighs> that, that's that's a, that's a heavy question there. What's what is the ultimate berry? I I, I don't know, man. Like it's. <sighs> tough. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I haven't thought about this very. Often. I just gave you so much time to think about or, it. All thirty I said seconds. Often, often. That's <laughs> think about it a lot now. Once Process every- all your emotions right this minute. <sighs> I mean, I think the most uh, for me. I think the most go-to berry. If we're gonna be absolutely honest. Yeah. It's the most basic one that everybody <laughs> goes for. I mean, what do you think it is? Take a guess. Strawberry. Strawberry. Strawberries are great. I don't know why, but I had the instinct to say grape. <laughs> I mean, that's true. It is kind of a berry, huh? But is it's it? Not really. I mean, okay. What makes a berry a berry? Yeah. Let's. let's, let's what are the qualifications? Sorry, guys. Of we're, going, we're going. We're going. We're going on a weird. No, no. I mean, it's a weird night look, tonight. If I promise, gonna, we'll talk about farts or Star Wars or something at some if point. We're going to find out about the ultimate berry, about the sweetest berry. We need to know what. Well, let's just what, ask what the constitutes question. a berry. Is a grape a berry? 
Let's ask. All right, question. is it grape Let's ask berry? the internet question. Grapes are considered. Oh, they are. Grapes are considered a true berry because <gasps> the entire pericarp fruit wall is fleshy. A native California wild grape uh, that grows in canyon bottoms and along. So, okay, so uh, a a grape is considered a berry. All right. You know what? Um, maybe grape then, dude. Like my go-to when I go to restaurants and I get I get some. I'm a sourdough toast guy, right? I get a little sourdough toast, grape, the grape jelly, the grape jam. That's See, what I, I go for. I'll, I'll go for either one. Sometimes I'll want the grape, but sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling a little lighter. I'll I'm go not, for the strawberry. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not knocking strawberry. All right. I I I love me some strawberry, but Desert Island though they plant one berry tree or vine. <sighs> Guarantee you grapes on Desert Island. You're not going to have the little wooden things to keep them off the ground. There's going to be crabs eating at your grapes. That's true. It's, I don't know if they can grow in a tropical environment. That being true. that being said, I'm not even well. Oh grapes, God. God, can, chewy. Well, well, almost, can strawberries grow in tropical environments? I don't know. Chewy, I don't think I'm, so. I'm almost 30 years old, and I don't remember how strawberries are grown. They're grown on a vine too, as well, right? Yeah. Just like okay, so yeah, we both be fucked. <laughs> so let's assume they give us the necessary. Yeah, look. you get the equipment. You get the equipment. Equipment. Uh, that you, need. The, you get the equipment <laughs> for the berries. Yeah. Um. Uh, I mean, like, I, I kind of feel like. Grape is a pretty versatile berry. It's yeah. a berry. I, like, <laughs> like that blows my mind. That blows my the mind. The way you said that was like you're like the way the way you just said it's a berry is yeah. the way that some people would be like, I think I am gay. Like that's <laughs> a like it's like a deep it's a deep realization. You deeply realized I just said now. It, I said it as a joke initially, and I was just like, berry. But then or, or like <laughs> No, dude, like it's a fucking that's like a mind-blowing revelation that I've just it had. It is, it's true. Like uh I mean, do you remember like I, it's weird to me to still like refer to it as but like do you remember when you found out the tomatoes aren't vegetables yeah. and they're technically fruit? Yeah. For I was like, "No, fuck you. You're lying to me. That's a lie." <laughs> Next, you're going to tell me like, "Hey, you know what words not in the dictionary? Gullible." <laughs> it isn't. Yeah, it's not. Really? I'm going to search. Yeah. I'm going to do page by page the entire section of the, di- the entire dictionary. Page why by page. Why not just go to G? See, that's what they want you to think. It's, yeah. it's going to be on another page. It's, that's how they get you. That's how they get you. It's there, but it's not where you think it would Exactly. Be. It's, a, it's a moving word. Um, <laughs> moving word. But like. Wow, a moving birthday. Um, no, dude, like for a long time, I was like, uh, like no, that's not, that's, not a veg- that's not a fruit. It's a vegetable, right? But no, it it's it turns out. But then ponder this. I can't take credit for this. The internet posed this question. If tomato is a fruit, then wouldn't ketchup technically be a jelly or a jam? Technically it is, yeah. But well, here's the thing. Well, what's a jelly or well, a jam? Here's the thing. I don't uh, I don't know if in the definition of a jelly or that we could go down a rabbit hole, but just for to save us some time. I need to. Look, I do. I do more research I on this. I don't got anything else to talk about. <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about the. Let's talk about the politics of fruit and berries. <laughs> the politics, politics of fruits uh, and veggies. The, the the politics of uh, of 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 condiments. No, but we've said we can't talk about politics on this show. So that's a type of politic. So shut up, Ian. Tell <laughs> me about the fruit. Um, I would say this. Um, well. In a jam or a jelly, are there additional ingredients added typically? Like if I was to make my own homemade jam mm-hmm. and jelly, could I just take some... I mean, jelly, I'm, su- I'm assuming, has some sort of gelatin in it, right? 
I mean, the name would a, imply okay, a jelly and a jam. The right. di- what is the okay? Let's let's start there. Let's, let's start, start. Let's start there. What's let's start the there. difference? Because that's something I've always wondered. Right. Okay, let's. let's what do is that. the difference? Google, tell us what is the difference. I know everyone's tuning out. Between uh, you know what it's, it, I did, I just got what is yeah. the difference between and it was the top. It was one of the top. Well, five you recently searched grape. And, and it's true. I did. Uh, let me see. So maybe it was like, oh, this motherfucker's trying to eat some toast. Okay. He's about to get his breakfast. Okay, on. This is from today. Uh, uh, today I found out. All right. Uh, let's see. Okay. Today I found out the difference between jelly and jam. All the right. difference between jelly and jam Learn is that me. a jelly is made strictly from the juice of fruit, while jam is made from crushed fruit. Okay. So jelly is from the juice. Okay. Juice. So I would say. Ketchup. Okay, so how is ketchup? Now that we know this, right? If we're gonna let's do it this way. Let's try to put it in one of the two categories, and right. then let's see if it matches. And then we, and then we gotta look at preserves. Okay. Because what the fuck is that? Is I think preserves, preserves just chunky jam. I think it's just chunky jam. I'm gonna read more of this article here, <laughs> dude. Now why don't we start like a music? Ian. Okay, Ian. Ian. Sidebar. Can we start a music festival called Chunky Jam? Come on, dude. Like, like, okay, Coachella. Come on. Fuck Coachella. Coachella's happening this weekend, and everyone's like, oh, Coachella this. Couchella. Oh, man. No, dude. Chunky Jam. Okay, hold on. What kind of music will we Ketchup play? Ketchup is okay, a tangy. Okay. We'll come back to Chunky Jam. I'm on Chunky I'm on, Jam. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on this. Uh, this guy's primarily these relish for hamburgers. Hot dog. Okay, okay, better, better. Years later, okay, this guy's go. This goes in the whole history. Yeah, of just t- just tell us raw materials. Here we go. The main ingredients of ketchup are tomatoes, sweeteners, vinegar, salt, spices, flavorings, onion, and or garlic. So right there, right. I would say if we're talking about jams and jellies, I don't think there's that many. I don't know. I got to look into how jams and jellies are made because well, I don't think there's that many no, additional I, ingredients. I mean, we're looking at just how the tomato is used. So I would say first, let's isolate. Is it is it crushed? Tomatoes that is crushed down into okay, that. Okay, preparing tomatoes. Tomatoes are harvested mechanically between June and July. The fruit is commonly okay. conveyed. Uh, okay, the water method reflushes the tomatoes and protects them from bruising. The Department of Agriculture. Okay, the next tomatoes are sorted, washed, and chopped. Okay. Next, pre cooking or scaling in stainless steel vats preserves tomatoes and destroys bacteria. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay. Pulping. Three, the chopped and pre-cooked tomatoes are pul- are pumped into pulping machines or cyclones, right. which pr- pr- separates seeds, skins, and stems from the pulp. Okay. So already I'm leaning more towards jam. Jam. That's okay. sounding like a jam. The pulp and juice are filtered through screens and processed further into ketchup. Oh, hold on now. No, no, no. But, but remember, it's not that a jam can't have juice in it. It's that a jelly can't have okay, the so actual... Okay, so, so ketchup is now a jam, but it's so... I mean, I guess technically it's still a jam. So, I mean, it's a jam that has a bunch of extra shit. We By the way, have to- I just wanted to be known on the podcast here. Our roommate, Matt, loves ketchup. Yeah. And he told me the other day that we would, as long as it was on his watch, we would never run out of ketchup in this house. We ran out of ketchup. He came home with Wendy's and he's like, huh, there's no ketchup. I'm like, what did you say? He's like, there's, there's no ketchup in the house. I'm like, so he's like, well, I wasn't, I, I didn't. I'm like, your job was to make sure we always had ketchup no matter what. One. Job. No, that's what you said. You said yeah. it was he volunteered. You said you accept the risk and responsibility of se- of being seated in an emergency exit aisle of the airplane. <laughs> you told the the steward person They're that called flight attendants. You told the person 
You told the man or the lady or the whatever situation it is. You told the gender-neutral person. Me digging myself into holes on this show. You told the gender-neutral person. You, you told the human. Well, no, they, they don't identify as human. Yeah, they could be like You told furry. the being. It has to be some sort of being. You, you told t- the being. You told the entity. <laughs> the entity. You told the help entity that... Um, well, that makes them sound like they're slaves. Oh, man. <laughs> There's just no way around it. You told the emergency entity. Chewy, I guess emergency entity. Oh, so they're only good if there's an emergency? Well, they also help if I'm thirsty. They help if I need anything. They're just helpful. They're helpful ghosts. I want to murder the person. (laughs) (laughs) They're just helpful ghosts. That's all they are. They move silently throughout the plane. We need to be careful about plane humor right now. Because, you know, what with all the the people being dragged off. That's that's true. That's true. Oh, boy. Anyway, what a fucking PR nightmare. What a bunch of assholes. Did (laughs) Did you hear what happened? Yeah. No, no. Did you hear what happened next? Okay, so brief rundown. Man, <laughs> brief we started with jams, and now we're talking about speaking of being in a jam. <laughs> United Airlines, oh boy, what a Spe- jam they're in. Speaking of being pulverized into a jelly, uh-huh. um, I will smash your face into a jelly. Um, so what's okay? United, right? You know they had their whole like, hey, like we're overbooking this flight again. Oh no, we need to make room for more people. Right, and uh, I guess. I'm going to say this. I haven't personally looked into their policies. I haven't personally read a bunch of news on it. All of this is hearsay of what's been told to me by people. So keep that in mind. Um, Apparently, they have a really shitty policy that basically just says, we reserve the right to boot anyone from the flight at any time for any reason. Okay. Okay. So they decided they needed to do that. And then... They did it, or they wanted to do it, but the guy was like, "No, I'm not. I'm not leaving." And then so eventually escalated, and they dragged him off the plane. He had a bloody nose for some reason. I don't know well, how that. I happened. don't know if it was air marshals or, ho- or, or or um. It wasn't like the flight attendants from United did it. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was either an air marshal so, or probably some sort of airport security. So so I heard the same thing. You know, like some sort of non-United person. Um, took them off and stuff like that. Um, and there's a whole, you know, like scandal. Cause like, ah, how could you do that? And stuff like that. And it, it got worse with their CEO, United CEO, basically not issuing an apology. It's kind of coming out and being like, Hey, we didn't do United didn't do anything wrong. So whatever. And I'm, I'm like, okay, if, here's the if thing, all though. those, here's so if I, all well, those things are true, well, here's the thing. What I would say is, you did do something wrong because you allowed the, sec- the members of the security team or the air marshals to act in that way. But that goes into air marshal or airport security protocol and what is sure. But they allowed. had to inform, hey, we 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 need your help. Somebody from United had to say this person will not leave right. the plane. But that, that's what I'm saying leave. is, it's kind of like one of those things where uh, you. If, if you if you called, you know, the cops or the army or whoever it was to help you with the situation because um, there was whatever, let's, a spider, you know, in, in your house, I'm not like... Let's start you, with... Well, let's start with the real problem here. So, anyway. The real problem is, why is United overbooking flights? Uh, that's just what they do. That's dumb. So... That is going to cause problems. Right. Well, b- before we kind of boil it down to that, I'll, what I'm going to say is this. Technically, if if things went down exactly as we laid them out there, technically, yes, United, that company, didn't do anything 
wrong. They didn't say, well, my employee is going to take you and drag you off or, you know, I do this or I do that or whatever. From a technical standpoint, sure, you have a point. And I understand that, right? Mm -hmm. But but the way that I see it is, well, it happened within a United aircraft. Yes. At least you can be like, oh, yeah, you know, and while it wasn't United employees that blah, blah, blah. It was very unfortunate that that's this like was occurring if, here in I mean, in our aircraft. Like we want to make sure our aircraft is safe for everyone. That, that's you like, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like it's like if a dude like pummeled. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say shoot because yeah. that's that's obviously not something that would happen here. But that's like if a dude pummeled another man to death in Disneyland, and Disney yeah. was just like, well, it's not our fault. Yeah, they're like oh, that was the actions of just this one man in it within our thing, but that has nothing to do with us. Like, yeah. well, no, I don't think they'd ever say that. I think they'd yeah. first of all, they'd probably have, probably get sued, probably settle outside of court. They'd probably be like, "What are you talking about?" And they'd probably be like, "What happened?" No, no, what they would be is they issue an apology to the family. They'd be like, "We're sorry this happened," and you know, on yeah, on our on our thing, on our property. Th- yeah. That's and that's I think the way we that the you best to make sure our guests are remain safe and you and know. I, and I think that's the way you go about it. You basically yeah. say like, "Oh fuck, this shitty thing happened, and it happened, you know, in our little box, whatever it is." And just just so we're clear, like we didn't do this. It wasn't our box or anything like that that um that did it, but. It happened within there, you know, by someone else's actions and stuff like that, and et cetera, et cetera. Now, like you said, the real root of the problem is their 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 policy See, for that overbooking flights. That's stupid. Or the the ability to just bump people like that. Um, well, first of all, if you're gonna bump somebody like that, you yeah. better be saying, "We will bump you. We will get you on the next available flight, and you will be in a first class seat. We will upgrade your ticket." You can't, in my opinion, if you're saying. I've sold you this product, right? And I'm not delivering on the product I've sold you. Sorry, then, and we have to get you like another. We have to get you another one. So basically, you're making me take something that I didn't pay for and I didn't buy, and you're not going to compensate me in any way to make it the experience a better experience. Like that to me is shitty business practice, right there. Mm. Like if someone's going to say, it's like if I mean, here's the thing. There's a reason at Disneyland that they tell you what attractions are closed before you buy your ticket because mm-hmm. you can then at that point go, oh, yeah. I am not interested in attending the park today. Right. Goodbye. I'm right. leaving until Pirates of the Caribbean opens up again or yeah, yeah. whatever it is. So the fact that they're like, oh, yeah, we absolutely have spots on this flight. Absolutely. We absolutely do. You will have yeah. you'll get on the flight. Absolutely. And then they say, hey, guess what? We sold too many of these absolutely tickets. So now we need you to get off. Yeah. Yeah. If they were to say, we need you to, like, here's the thing. I don't condone anybody getting dragged off the plane like that, but I would feel like there's got to be one guy in the plane if you're like, hey, we're, we overbooked the flight. Our apologies. Is there, do we have any volunteers who are able to move to another flight? We'll be happy to um, arrange for a different seating. But they, they can't do that. You know why? Because they probably overbooked well, that flight, too. Well, here's, I mean, and they need to make from arrangements what for I understand, like that, it was less that. of a, like, we overbooked it, but like, hey, Oh, uh, okay. Our flight's full. There's these people that need to get on this flight. Um, other airline employees. I don't know if it was their own. I'm hearing it might have been for another airline. But basically, they're saying like, oh, these people need to get to whatever city it is that we're going to because whatever, whatever. That sounds like another flight, another right. company's problem. And that also sounds like that or, shouldn't impact yeah. the people who are the ticket holders. Right, right. You know, and that, that's that's the the whole. I'm sorry, that's shitty to say because I mean, no, but, but I but, but I've worked at a job where someone will make a, a concession for a customer over yeah. you 
because you are an employee of that. Yeah. It kind of sometimes comes with the territory. Yeah. The um, I know people who are who are flight attendants and stuff, and I don't. I think even they would agree with me. Yeah, no, that's that's what you do. But uh, the you know, and, and there was talk then about like what you're saying, like the incentive, uh, basically saying like, look, we understand no one wants to not get on their flight, right. and Stuff like that. So you incentivize people, and for most people, just saying we'll put you on a next flight in first class isn't enough incentive to say like, oh, you're gonna get out an hour late or two hours late or whatever it is. Um, I, I heard someone talking about a family member that they had, um, or, or or something like that. It was like uh, within the last couple of years, they're flying a different airline, but basically same sort of scenario. And it was like, oh, we will, you know, get you obviously on your next flight, business class. Um, also, you know, uh, this much money. We'll cut you a check for this much money. Okay, sure, we'll give up our, our, our seat. And I think it was like two or three people or something like that. Um, okay, boom. And then next flight they got on, same scenario. And the thing came up again, and sure, we'll, we'll do it. Cut us another check. So they were bumped. They volunteered to be bumped from like three flights. Uh-huh. Right? How, like much money, how much cash did they make from that? So they ended up with like a few nights uh, or like a, like two nights or something like that, like, you know, a hotel. Um, I think they got like vouchers to the business class lounge in the airport, um, upgraded seats on the flight that they eventually went out on. And I think altogether they ended up with like 11 grand in terms what? of like cash. F- yes. <laughs> I right. fucking do so, this. So they're, um, th- you know, they're talking about the incentives. Like the day you'll miss at Disney World, what yeah. you could pay for. No, exactly. It's a whole like, nother vacation. And I think there's a lot of like, like anyway, so they get down to like, you know, incentivizing like, oh, well, you know, obviously the incentives weren't great if no one's going to give up their flight seat and like, et cetera, et cetera. But um, so the, the point is this guy, the CEO comes out and is like, doesn't do a good job at what he's supposed to do. And that's be empathetic to the people affected and compassionate but at the same time spin it to make sure that he and his company is not thrown under the bus completely um so he fails at that and kind of comes back out and he he keeps trying Uh, again i understand you want to protect your assets and yourself but there's a way when you do that where you're just coming off as a dick who's being defensive and not willing to say that it's bad because you don't want to be potentially blamed for it versus just kind of conceding and saying like, yeah, that was really shitty and it shouldn't have happened. And, you know, we want to make sure this doesn't happen again. Right. You know, we want to work with the people that did do this to make sure that, you know, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so it, he just kept coming off more and more insensitively and, and eventually starts dying down simply because other stuff in the media got, got all crazy and stuff like that. And, and you're like, okay, finally he's over. He's, you know, D bag and whatever, but it's, it's in the past. Right. Right. Wouldn't you say so, Ian? I guess so. Well, maybe, but what if Ian, what if when that whole media, media storm just, you know, passes, you're like, I'm in the clear. Here's an, here's a new story, Ian. United Airlines passenger stung by a scorpion that fell from overhead bin. <laughs> I was wondering where this was Ian, going. Ian. So after all of that, they're like, oh, well, whatever. <laughs> Hold it, on, though. Was it the same guy? <sighs> if it was the same guy, 
No, I don't think so. Okay. Because the, the first guy was a doctor or whatever. So he'd know how to handle a scorpion sting. Be like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Cuts off his arm. Um, a passenger on a United Airlines flight was stung by a scorpion that apparently <laughs> fell out of an overhead bin. Where are they flying to where there were scorpions? Richard Bell was flying with his wife, Linda. From and to where? From Houston. Okay. Yeah, it's a desert area. To Calgary. Okay. While Wait, I- Calgary? Like Canada? Yep. Ah, the the, the 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 best hometown I know? It's the best hometown ever. For, yeah. and, and the only one that has a theme song that says so. There's <laughs> <clears throat> another episode of This American Life you all should look up. Just look up Calgary theme song and it's you'll, you'll find it. It's pretty fantastic. <laughs> it's, it's you ever want to hear someone's heartbreak? Heart and soul die in a moment. While I was eating, something fell in my hair from the overhead above me. Oh, God, this is terrible. Bell told CBC. He pulled it off his head when another passenger told him it was a scorpion and it was dangerous. So I dropped. Hey, that's it. a scorpion and it's dangerous. <laughs> so I so, don't know if you know that. Listen, but it is. you're in some pretty bad scalp danger right now. Okay. Scalp like, look, I don't want to. Assu- I don't want to assume that arachnid or insects, you know, intentions, intentions. It's type. I I think it's a scorpion, but I would accept if it's not a scorpion. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna assume some danger here right now. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I'm right. gonna assume danger. Um, okay. So let's see. Where was I here? Um, so I dropped it on my plate, and then when I picked it up again, <laughs> I ate it. <laughs> I put it in my mouth. <laughs> Fucking it. I showed it who's boss. <laughs> I am the big one. I ate it so. <laughs> it's I a part of it now. I am the scorpion king. I now have the power of the scorpion running through my veins. What's the name of this guy? Um, What was his name here? Richard Bell. Dick did, Bell. Did, did, did Richard then start? Then, then when we, during our interview with Richard, he started... Miming his hands together <laughs> like claws, he started trying to snip, snip, <laughs> snip at the snip microphone. At the microphone. <laughs> scorpion, dude. What if he, he had multiple times power? tried to snip at my my notebook that I was taking these notes in? Because he he asked, "Are you writing down that I'm snipping at you?" I said, "I'm just taking notes." I'm just taking at, notes. At which point he continued to snip because he was convinced I was taking notes about the snipping. He was correct. He was correct to assume that I was. It's just Ron Howard's voice. He was correct. Yeah. I was taking notes on his snipping. Um, Ian, would you. So what did would, he do? Would you ever want scorpion power? I guess. I don't think it would be my first animal choice I would choose. No, but like if someone was like, look, I can give you the power of scorpion. What is what it, like the Mortal Kombat character? Oh, shit. You know what? Both. You get the power of Scorpion, the Mortal Kombat character. So I can take my my face off, and there's a skull that shoots fire underneath, and I have a little thing that comes out of my hand that you, makes people get over here. You, you could. You don't have to use those, but you could. You have that. I have that as, I have as that well as the power of the the uh, animal uh, kingdom scorpions. Um, okay. Okay. So it's kind of like a Spider-Man scenario, right? Okay. You have to get stung by a radioactive scorpion. Um, you, you basically get all the, all the abilities of scorpions. So many. I mean, yeah. What would be the down? What's the downside? What's the catch? Well, I I would say, so the catch for me is going to be that like your hands, like when you go to squeeze stuff, 
you have like the uh, the PSI is proportionate. <laughs> okay. To so like now like to you know. So I have to get used to touching things softer. You have to do that. And I it, mean, if I had a baby, yeah, then I would be worried about it. But I don't have a baby. But I mean, like you could also just like you know just gingerly without like snipping. <laughs> You know, like, do that. So wait a minute, does it matter how many fingers I use? So if I go to grips them with two fingers, at the same amount of tensile strength as my whole hand? So basically, <laughs> one, like, if you're doing thumb to, to index, index finger, finger yeah. or middle finger, all, like, those are all proportionate to each other, and they're all equal to, like, if you took the PSI of a scorpion's <laughs> pincher to its pincer, and you scaled it up to the size, pincers the size of, of your hand. Okay. That is the power output, the, the the pressure scorpion index that you have. The pinch the pinching scorpion index. You have the pinching scorpion index uh-huh. of, of of that scaled right. up to your size. Okay. However, if you use more than one, mm-hmm. then it's it's double and it's exponential. So if you needed to like be like, I'm gonna fucking like break this guy's neck, you can just do that with your hand. Fuck. You just snap it in half. Probably decapitate them or something like that. Also, you ooze venom from your ass. (laughs) Hold on. That's not what happens with a scorpion. Well, I mean, you don't have a tail. Yeah, I do. It's called my spine. I just had... If I had the power of the scorpion, would that mean that I'd grow a mini tail? Peter Parker didn't get like, you know, a fucking web spinner. Right, but that's not but that's not anatomically correct Spider-Man. A scientifically right. accurate Spider-Man would absolutely have Well, that but that's what I'm saying. This is ass. this is straddling the line. But he also doesn't leak po- leak web from his asshole but this, either. But that's also the I power would just give of a spider. Up, I would just give up the I would just give up the 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 poison power. But no, no, but you can't. No. Okay, it's all, it's all or not. I don't want poison dripping from my ass because what happens if I like, you know, wipe it and then I like, you know, accidentally touch it and then wash my hands but that but doesn't wash off Mm. um or let's say i'm in a situation where there's no place to wash my hands but i know i'm not gonna eat anything i'm just like all right i I don't i don't have an option here and i got poison on my hands and i gotta like touch something like a pole and then somebody touches the same pole and Mm. normally they just get ass gross on there but now they're getting poisoned no that's dangerous all right so concern for the public i have to bring gloves everywhere i go it's true you you would um I mean that that's a possibility. Can I have it come out of a different orifice? I mean, the thing is this, the way that I'm thinking about it is coming out of your ass is going to be less likely for it to accidentally get places as a like let's say if it's your mouth, right? Right. You sneeze, spittle, like you know, it's it's just it's too common. Is there, it like acidic poison or just poison? It, no, it's just po- it's scorpion poison. Okay, because it was acidic poison. It's then, not like then oh, it, it lands through a hole in my in my jeans. Yeah, no, no. It's like it's scorpion poison, and oh, it's, but no, but then I get poison on my dick all the no, time. No, but hold on, hold that's on. awful. You're not letting me, you're not, if I sweat, let, then it just goes up onto my dick, and some on. girls like, ooh yeah, ooh yeah, who are you? I'm like, <laughs> ooh yeah, who are you? It's like that, James uh, Bob. Ooh, I'm gonna suck you guys' dicks, dicks off. off. What's your names? James uh, Bob. Recognize? <laughs> oh, I heard on the internet that you two are a bunch of couple, a fucking bunch of couple chuckleheads. I am um, in. <laughs> and then she goes and sucks two other guys' dicks. I love Kim. It's his face there. <gasps> what? <gasps> That's unthinkable. <laughs> yeah. Let me. So here's the thing, though. It's not constantly. You don't. You don't constantly have poison coming out of your, coming out of your ass. Okay, like a scorpion, right? 
it, it it does it like intentionally. It's like fuck. I need to put some poison on that shit right there. But and that's literally what would happen. I would put poison <laughs> on my shit as it comes out. So, but that that's the catch twenty two. You is, don't ever think that the gland leaks? I mean, it might, but I'm just gonna say it's not like it's an airtight seal, man. I understand that, but what I learned as a human, as I've gotten older, my butt has gotten looser. Nothing is airtight, but it's a different gland than your butthole. Okay, it's a gland behind the butthole, and it, you know. It's, well, what if I ever wanted to experiment wildly? Well, that's in a th- sexual situation. <laughs> that's the thing. You you could, you just like with any anal play for the first time, you got to be careful. You you want to set up some butt play? You just gotta you know pay the price, pay the price for butt play. Good night, everybody. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the point is so. You so it's not constantly coming out of your ass, okay? It's not con- you're not constantly just having scorpion poison, all right? <laughs> However, you do have the power to harness it whenever you want to, but it's just very inconvenient in how you do so. Like you would have to, you know, collect some or like Pull you said, my pants and spray it at someone's mouth, something like that. Like it's not just a no, like, I, oh, coming out of my fingers. I don't think so. Listen. You could discreetly go into the bathroom. And then you can just go ahead and collect a sample of poison. No one would know, but you could smite your foes that way. Okay. Let me just imagine this. I'm put what I'm putting myself through. All right. Going in the bathroom. I'm pulling out of seat cover because the public restroom. Right. Put that down the toilet. I then from my pocket withdraw some sort of bag, whether it be a Ziploc bag or a specially formulated poison bag. <laughs> Poison bag. I could do. Or I, could yeah. wear, I could wear like a, like a I could wear like a fucking colostomy bag all the time. Like we're bagging my pants to catch the poison. But, but anyway, it, I then have to, like, I guess it's kind. Of, I guess this is the closest I'll ever get to peeing like a girl. I have to sit on the toilet and yeah. then excrete poison. <laughs> yep. I mean, urine does it doesn't have any, but I mean, it's it's waste. It's it's there's no, but it's not poisonous. Well, yeah, I'm sure it's not good for you, but it's not poisonous. You shouldn't really drink urine. No, I mean, you shouldn't. (laughs) I shouldn't eat Big Macs. Yeah, but okay, okay, hold on. Are you saying that eating a Big Mac is equivalent to drinking urine? No, all I'm saying (laughs) is that we do things that we shouldn't do sometimes, and as. And as long as it's in moderation, Wait, it's fine. Let me ask you the more important question. How much piss have you drank exactly? Uh, I, I'm sure that I've drank a bit of piss in my life. I cannot, <laughs> How many gallons? I Look, I have never knowingly drank piss. I've never been like, oh, I'm going to drink some piss. But knowing the world that we live in, Having gone in pools and in the ocean, having eaten in public, and I'm sure pissing people off, no pun intended, I would say at least a gallon. Throughout my life, at least a gallon of piss. do you think we've eaten in our lives? A gallon of spiders. (laughs) But see, if you're a scorpion, that's not a big deal. If you have scorpion... Anyway, so you would... So, final word. I'd have to... Pass or take the scorpion power. Can I try it out for a hundred days and give it back if I don't like it? If I'm not a hundred percent satisfied, if okay, if you tr- you could try it out for a hundred days, right? However, um, you let's see, okay, you could try it out for a hundred days, and if you don't like it, you can give up the scorpion power. But, but. <laughs> the catch is 
the scorpion power must go back into the ether known as the scorpion cloud. And the only way that that happens is you're put into a room full of scorpions, (laughs) at least 270 scorpions, (laughs) and they have to sting it out of you. Now, it's going to hurt, but once that last drop of poison, once that last bit of scorpion power is out of you, once that evil is gone, they all stop attacking you, they walk away, and you have no pain after. But for that, like... So So I have to get stung... 270 times. No, I'm just saying there's 270 scorpions. Wait, Some so they're going to sting me more than once? It's possible. The whole, the whole thing would probably take like... Would probably take no, like I'm 84 not ta- minutes. I'm not, getting, I'm, not, I'm not getting... 84 minutes. I'm not getting scorpion power. No. Well, I mean, you could just keep the scorpion no, power. No, because I don't want to leak poison out near my butt. But you're not going to leak it. As I get older, the hole will get looser. And the po- not not scor- but scorpion holes don't get looser with time. You don't know that you're not a scorpion. How do you know I don't have the power of the scorpion? Because I I'd see you crush a bottle with your bare hands. If I hadn't, do you, this isn't my first bottle. Prove to me that you have the power of a scorpion right now. How? By crushing something with your hand. I'm not gonna do what you tell it's me. Because you don't. <laughs> I have the power of the scorpion. I <laughs> I'm the one with the power of the scorpion. I would say no to the power of the scorpion. All right, I'm so sorry. you're passing on the power of the scorpion. Yes. Okay, let's find out what what uh, <laughs> <laughs> what Richard did with the power of the scorpion. You mean to have the power of the scorpion? Well, we're gonna find out if he got it. Uh, he didn't get it. How okay. do you? How does one get it? Do you have to get stung by a scorpion to Ra- get it? Radioactive scorpion. No. Yeah. No, thank you. <clears throat> So he pulled it off his head when another passenger told him the scorpion was dangerous. So I dropped it on my plate. Good, good call, right? <laughs> yes. Right. Just no, no, like unsarcastically, you just drop it on your plate, right? Right. <clears throat> and then I went to pick it up again. Why? 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 Oh, oh the scorpion! Like, I'm gonna grab it. Ding. Yeah. <laughs> um, where's the scorpion button? <laughs> I need help. There's a scorpion here. <laughs> Or do I need help? Who needs help? Maybe I can. I wonder help how myself. big it was. Was it a small one or was it like a big one? Um, Does it say? Does it show a picture of the scorpion? No picture. Wait, picture? No picture. Um, <clears throat> so I went to pick small it up again. Small ones actually technically are probably more dangerous. Than right. I went to pick it up again, and that's when it stung me. It got my nail mostly. Oh, uh, through the nail. Oof. Or well, do you think under the or nail? Or like, or it like scraped. Here, like if you're okay, I'm picking up the yeah. scorpion. It might have like stung him like here, like on the nail, and then like touched the tip like of the his finger. fingertip. Yeah, and I mean everybody's fingernails are different. Some people yeah. have like those weird long ones that like go over the edge of their finger. Have you seen those? Like curl? Yeah, you like Mickey Rourke's fingers in Iron Ugh. Man Two. You should see them. When you watch Iron Man Two again, you'll see it. No, mine just it doesn't go like out. curl. Mine go out, but some of them go like like this a little bit. Like they curve down a little bit. <sighs> I think Steve Carell has them too, like that. Ew. <laughs> I'll, I'll find some. Various. I don't want curly fingernails. They're not like curly. They just like are capped. That makes it sound worse. That sounds like a mushroom. It sounds like they have like hard, bony mushrooms. I'm just going to Google search fingernail designs. <laughs> fingernail design. Fingernail models? Types. No. Types. Types. Types and sizes. Here we go. Let's find out. All right. Let's 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 find out about the capped Nailed fingernails. Oh, okay. Here we go. Okay. Uh, let me see if they have them. Yeah, they're like the sword. That what they're called is sword shaped. Sword shaped? That yeah. doesn't make any sense. It's like the ones there at the bottom. 
Hold on. You, give me, send me that. I'll just zoom in on it for you. See what kind of fingernails do I have? Uh, let's That's see. That's weird. I think I have, uh, I think I might have either almond shaped. I don't know. Mine are kind of also vertical long, but they're not super long. Mine are kind of almond shaped or maybe rounded. I don't really have a broad sideways one or squarish. I'm glad that somebody actually compiled all this because I, I, yeah, I've like, always I've always wondered if there's like, oh, do you have like ear types and nose? Because I've, I've heard noses, of course. No, noses, noses, ears. But I never thought like fingernails. I thought like, okay, finger types. You know, some people got sausages. Some people got witch fingers, you know, but like fingernails. That's a little weird. I mean, there's different toenail types too, I'm imagining. Like, yeah, now I'm thinking about that and it's bumming me out. <clears throat> Your toes and my toes look different. I no, I know our toes are different, but our, our toenails. I I no, never different. No, I know, but I never looked at them and being like, oh, there's probably different. I just thought like, oh, okay. Like, so you never seen girls with like or like guys with uh, like bubble toes? The fuck are you talking about? Were they like super round? The toes or the nails? Both. I've seen people with like what I call what I call frog toes, where it looks like you know like like tree frogs. What do you think that Jack Johnson song is about? <laughs> You know, you know the um, like pe- the tree frogs, how they have like a long skinny thing, but then they have like a like a rounded edge or whatever. I'm like, all right, I'll give it, I'll, I'll give it. The people have different finger and toe types, but the nail part, I don't know why, but then having different style nails Ugh. weirds me out. I'm trying to find a good photo because these are all oh, these are weird looking bubble toes. I don't. Uh, you don't want to see the one I'm looking at. The nails look really strange. They're yeah, like round bubbles. They're ladies and toenails too. What the fuck? I don't know. I don't know, man. Those are weird looking. That's weird. <laughs> Jack Johnson likes ladies like that. Um, so it stung him. <laughs> <laughs> so the scorpion stung him. Um, A weird episode. So United told CNBC that the flight crew contained a, phys- uh, a physician on the ground uh, or contacted a physician on the ground to provide guidance and medical uh, personnel. Um, probably because they bumped him from the flight. Probably. You know, they, they kicked him out. Um, <laughs> although the sting was not considered life-threatening. Uh, Bell, it sure did hurt. <laughs> Bell told Global News it felt like a wasp sting. All right, so feels like wasp. It hurts. Now we, now we know. So it hurts. <laughs> he said another passenger stomped on the scorpion and flushed it down the toilet, which was the <laughs> worst thing to do because when we landed, everyone wanted to see it. <laughs> I know what they're saying. What the reason why is like we got to find out what kind of scorpion it was because we need to make sure that you don't need any sort of anti-venom. Right. But the way that that statement sounded like... What I would have done at that point is if... if, if, if yeah. Is, okay, when it fell out of my hair, first thing I would have done. Yeah. Obviously brushed it out of my hair. Second thing, grab my phone, take a photo of it. First thing. Because then I, at the very least I have proof. No matter what yeah. happens, whether I get stung or not, there's a fucking scorpion on your flight and that's a problem. Yeah. Then if it stung me, I'd go, boy... Sure, I'm glad I took that photo so I know what type of scorpion it is. Yeah. Because even if somebody st- stepped on it, I go, although that's okay. I got a picture of it. I got a picture of it. Before it died in its last moments. <laughs> Here's, Before we stepped on it. It ends up on those like uh, clickbait articles. There's like 10 shocking photos taken right before death. <laughs> 
Um, the scorpion was murdered. Murdered later. in cold blood. That'd be pretty fucking dark if like you're about to kill something, like like a, like a spider in your in yeah. your room, and you took a picture of it right before you killed it. And you just have a gallery called you have a Tumblr th- page. Things where I've just, killed. <laughs> snail. <laughs> snail. I saw some. I when I was a kid, I saw some kids like. It was worse than pouring salt on a snail. I'm hurt. I've, I I bet you a hundred dollars it was worse for that snail. Yeah. What? So do you remember Warheads? Yeah. Okay. So for a while, Warheads said, "Fuck the sweet candy part. We're yeah. just gonna make sour like yeah, like yeah, drops. The, the like uh, aren't they like the nuclear bombs or whatever they call them? Or now something? imagine like the atomic snail. Warheads. Now imagine. No, no, it was just like a drop. Like oh, a, okay. Like, oh like, yeah, like the little drop. Okay, yeah, but with a sour. Citrusy, salty sourness inside. Now imagine you're a snail. You're just yeah. snailing along, having just a fine going day. Going to your snail job. Yeah, you know, just like oh, it's been a rough day. How how could this day get any worse? I just want to get home to Martha and the kids. Yeah. And all of a sudden, some little punk kid, some punk giant. Yeah. <laughs> Mini punk giant. <laughs> some fucking that you re- that you've read about but never seen. <laughs> so you're already frightened. Grabs your body and picks you up off off of the ground, and yeah. you're like, oh shit. Fuck! This uh, is happening. This is happening. Oh my god! Oh my god! What did what did the what did they train me in school for? If they said this was gonna happen, go what did they shell. train me? Go on my shell. So go on my shell. It's the best thing I can do. So you retract into your shell. You're in your shell. You're like, oh, yeah. I'm safe. And then all of a sudden, you feel this burning. Oh god! <laughs> coming from the bottom of your body. Jesus. <laughs> Start your skin and your slimy ooze, your body, the only body you've ever known since you were born, starts to bubble and decay instantly. Feel every second of it. Meanwhile, in the human world, you're like, look what I'm going to do. Oh, God. (laughs) I watched this happen. Who the fuck was this monster? I don't know. Some fucking little shit. God damn it, Ian. (laughs) Look, here's the thing. (laughs) I thought for a second you'd be like, God damn it, Ian. And you just <laughs> stood there and watched. <laughs> You're worse I was than that terrified. Guy. I didn't know until I was like, no, don't. And it was too late. I couldn't do anything. Let me guess. I couldn't you were help just him. just following orders. No. <laughs> um, Ian. They didn't make me. They asked what I, I wanted to do. And I said, no, what's I, wrong with you? Look, I understand. Like, I can understand. Like, you find out, like, oh, like, if you put salt on a snail, it'll melt. You're like, what? That's fucking oh, crazy. Oh, thank God, Chewy. I, I was reading. Uh, those are press-on nails. Okay. So those aren't real. <sighs> but Side like a bubbly toe kind of... Th- the nails aren't that, but bubbly toes are usually like... Rather than having like, you know... Like, look at my big toe. It's kind of rounder, kind of like like rounder, but longer, right? Right. Bubbly toes are just like if you took... Almost like you took my thumb, like the way my thumb is. My yeah. thumbs are kind of small. Yeah. And you put that on as your big toe. Like just yeah. Like, oh, oh, like. But it's, okay, it, it, sometimes, toes. sometimes even more bulbous, like a little like. Whoop, yeah, like, yeah. Ugh, that's yeah. weird. Um, <laughs> There's a girl who had a crush on me who had toes like that. <laughs> I was gonna say is like, look, I, I, I understand as, as you know we're children and we learn things like, like oh if you put salt on a snail it'll it'll you know like melt right. So of course, what child, what kid isn't gonna go and try that, right? Oh, there we go. Great toe types. Oh, wait, no. Oh, this tells you about, okay, all right, Greek tapered toe, Greek wide toe, what? Egyptian tapered toe. This all sounds... Egyptian wide toe. I think I might have Greek tapered toes. Uh, no, I might have Greek. I might have... Squ- no, they're not quite square type because they go down. Let me see. 
These all have, sound like shoe types. I might have, you know what? I think I have Egyptian wide toes. You can look at the different toe types. Oh. <laughs> there are various. I think I might have Egyptian wide toes. So. Back to work. Make me a pyramid. <laughs> you Great. Now I'm German and Italian and Egyptian toed. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Just Listen. great. Is there any? Is there any uh, other? That, that last... Any other oppressive race you want to put on me? Universe. Uh, punk ass giants. I guess so. Um. So I can understand. Like, oh, you you put salt on a snail, and you're like, oh shit, look at it. It's fucking melting. I can't believe it did that. Right. And I could. You know what? I'm not condoning it, but I can understand why someone would be like, whoa, I'm going to do that. It's like fun to see it. Okay. And then eventually you grow out of it or someone's like, hey, you're hurting that snail a lot. You know, whatever. Hey, knock it off, Toby. But, but <laughs> God damn it. Tyler, Toby. knock it off. Oh, yeah. I think it was a kid named Tyler. Um, but that warhead juice, Ugh. that's like sadistic because that means that that kid's like okay i know that salt will fuck its shit up and kill it this thing's really sour it'll probably hurt it way worse (laughs) i'm gonna do it with this specifically basically saying hey you know that thing that i know hurts it i'm gonna continue to do that but also i think i found a way to up my game right i think i found a way to cause more pain right like fuck you, Tyler. So basically, you're turning its body into a jelly, and God now we are back. We're back to, to the jellies. <laughs> God damn it! Um, a kid named Tyler. Fuck that. Guy. I'm still a kid named Tyler. I'm still not sure if it's a je- if if I'm still not sure if tomato is is a jelly or yeah. I'm still not sure. I would say, based on what we've learned so far about tomatoes. And based on what what we've learned so far, or I'm sorry about ketchup, and what we've learned so far about jams and jellies, it falls on the side of jam. Now, I think we'll have to do some additional research to find out what are the constraints of making jam. You know, is there a guideline for jams may not contain more than a certain amount of ingredients right. or only certain ingredients or if you add this then technically it becomes this other thing it's like a third evolution or something like that i don't know but uh yeah we should find out dude like how long have we gone without 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 thinking about (laughs) i don't know man quite quite some time ian i want to say that this is this i'm passionate about this right now (laughs) Okay. I'm very passionate about this. So wait two weeks and you won't give a shit again? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm passionate about this. I wanna I'm gonna I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to hunt this do down. Do some independent research. I'm gonna do some independent research and dude, independent I had a thought the other day. I had a thought. This is, I had a shower thought moment. Mm. Um well, okay, I'm gonna let me I'm gonna I'm gonna bear my soul here for a little bit with you. Okay. Right? Have you ever had a thought? Or a question no. that you asked. Your, okay. There you go. <laughs> Never yeah. had a thought or a question. Have you ever had a thought or a question that uh-huh. maybe you asked yourself and later you're like, man, I'm glad I didn't ask anyone that or I'm glad I didn't think of it out loud because that that was just stupid and like whatever. Yeah. Either I, had because it, you I have th- it here every week. <laughs> but you share it. I do. Because I've gotten over that fear. So. And now the, you're going to share yours. There, There's. Or um, else. There's a person that we know that is probably the smartest person that we know. Uh, male or female? Male. Okay. What, what's the name? We're going our with? friend Scott. Oh, okay. 
Okay, so our friend oh, Scott, I was gonna throw one of the bus. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> share. I'm gonna share a moment that he. It, it made me chuckle. Right. Okay. All right. Fair. He was playing with some magnets. <laughs> All right. He's playing with some magnets, just kind of like seeing how they react to each other, and then, and I mean, like complete non-ironic at all right he just says magnets are weird and i i was like oh my god like like is he he has thoughts like i have the smart guy thinks like i think sometimes Uh uh-huh and then you know and then he's like oh yeah like you would think that it would do this but instead it does that that's fucking weird i'm like yeah that is fucking weird so that got me like on thinking just about like what are things that are weird and i was eating a cookie later i was eating a cookie Right, and then I was like, I I just thought like, okay, let's see, let's see how long before this cookie dissolves in my mouth, and it was like a thin cookie. Yeah, and I put it on my tongue, and it dissolved fairly quickly. What kind of cookie was it? It was like the the Chips Ahoy little thin crisps. Oh, okay, okay. <clears throat> so, I thought to myself, I'm like, man. Saliva is kind of weird if you think about it, because like saliva, like has acid in it. That's true, right? Like it, it has acid. It, that's weird to think that in your mouth, right here, this thing that this liquid you constantly have in your mouth, like it is built to break things down. It is. And I was like, I wonder, like, if I put this cookie in water versus like a cup of spit, would it break down, <clears throat> break down faster in the <clears throat> in the spit as opposed to the water? And I guess you would have to figure out the pH balance of the water. I got all like scientific with it. And right. I was like, okay, well, how, how do right, we right. do this? And then I was like, well, <clears throat> the Grand Canyon was formed by wind and water. Like, okay. what if you had a ton of spit uh-huh. and you, you ran like, you know, whatever, a stream of water and a stream of spit continuously right. down these two paths, would the spit one erode the rock faster or not like it's a good it, question i don't know right um <clears throat> so that let me i'm like i'm kind of in this mode of like i want to do independent research and like figure things out and track things down so i'm very passionate about this but this does lead me to something that i do want to talk about that that i found in a story of someone else with a passion a thirst for knowledge Ian, have you ever seen a mystery or come across something? <laughs> have you ever seen a mystery? <laughs> have you ever seen a mystery? Uh, yes, have you? I guess. What was the mystery? I don't know. Who done it? <laughs> Clue. <laughs> Clue is well, a mystery. Well, who did it? Uh, it depends on the time. There's a lot of different times. So <clears throat> this is kind of following up with what I want to talk about with a question. But was there ever something that intrigued you so much, Ian? that you actively went out of your way to figure it out or to find out all the details you could, but it wasn't like, <clears throat> like, in that, and I don't mean this in a bad way. It's not like, Oh, this thing in this video game that I really want to solve. So I'm going to go look at the backstory and this, or this comic book. And they mentioned this guy and what is it? Something where it's just like this weird event occurred or like there was this weird thing that caught my eye and, now I need to figure out what it means and where it comes from and why it is. Yeah, I've like, done that. I do that all the time on the show here. I we we I think I'm like, huh, I never really thought about what this is or where this comes from. So yeah, that happens quite often. Have you spent more than an hour doing that before? Uh, I've fallen down the rabbit hole of things like that. Yeah, more than a day. No, maybe not more than a day. 
about a week or more. I mean, depending on what it is. Yeah, I've been falling pretty hard in the Dungeons and Dragons stuff. I've been learning all I can. I mean, but that's just like, hey, there's all this stuff to learn, not like there's this one thing. I mean, and where I've always this been really from? interested in the JFK assassination and all the different right. things and deals. That can okay. with the sign, you know. So, Ian, I'm going to present to you a mystery. Okay. A tale of mystery and dedication. And here. I have to solve it? Uh, no, it's just, it's, it's, I'm regaling someone else. I'm, I'm praising someone else's sleuthing here. <clears throat> An iPhone turned up in this one guy's Subaru dashboard. And he basically went on this investigation. Okay. On the internet. All right. To figure out who it belonged to. Okay. And why it was there. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Tell me so more. here's a picture of the phone. Right? Like that. Okay. Looks like it's a guy playing guitar. On right? The, the screen. Yeah. It's like the iPhone 4 or 4S or something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, yeah. Maybe, meh, maybe a 5. No, it's a 4 or 4S. It <clears throat> <coughs> looks a lot like my dad's phone. Because my dad okay. refuses to upgrade. So this guy, uh, Alex Tom, basically found, he took his uh, Subaru in for a um, an airbag recall. Right. And then he was notified by the service department that they found a uh, a phone in in the dashboard compartment. Inside the dashboard. Hmm. So um, <clears throat> he was like, okay, well, what's going on here? Like, this is weird. That's not my phone or whatever. Um, he plugged it in. He turned it on. And he couldn't get into it. And then he said, all right. So um, he called back. He checked the shop. And he thought, okay, it belonged to whoever worked on his car. And the mechanic confirmed that they found the phone inside the dash airbag compartment. So they pulled off that panel or whatever, and that's where they found it. It wasn't that it was left there and then, you know, anything like that. I wonder if it, like, fell in through the top of the dashboard or, like, through the, like, the glove compartment. So. But is he the first owner of this car? That's what we're going to find out here. Okay, because these are the questions. I'm I'm trying to, to sleuth right now, too. So, um, he decided, all right, I'm going to go ahead and figure out what it is. So it's got this mysterious blurry photo on it, right? It's in airplane mode and it's locked. Okay. It's stuck on airplane mode. Right. You can't get it out of airplane mode. Right. Um, so what he did is he started thinking about like, okay, well, whose could this be who I know and all that sort of stuff. The weird thing is. He, um, so I'll read you the Facebook post he did. So this guy's name is Alex Tom. Have you a ridden in my car and B mysteriously lost an iPhone in the last five years or so got my passenger airbag replaced and they found a white iPhone 4s hiding in the airbag compartment. If the background looks familiar, let me know. Very curious to find its owner. So then his friends and stuff started commenting, right? Um, and, and, you know, they're like joking around or whatever. And then, um, someone, some of his friends started actually not helping him, but posing more questions. So some of his former classmates and stuff, uh, and even, uh, you know, like friends and family started asking questions. For example, why does the phone still think it's January? So that was asked by Logan Roberts. Airplane mode. Is there a time traveling portal on your dashboard? 
So Tom did some digging. Um, more pieces to the puzzle. One, the uh, the last year where January third was a Saturday uh-huh. was two thousand uh, fifteen. Um, was two thousand fifteen. Okay. It has an AT and T SIM card. Thank you for everyone for your help. And uh, I'm trying to find this person. Thank you for your help. Why? Okay. Here's the first thing I would have done. Mm-hmm. Taken it to the Apple store, given the serial number and see what information I can pull up or put the serial number online and see what information I can pull up from there. So let's see. Let's see what he does. Okay. That would have been <clears> the very <throat> first thing I did. So, um, so th- the first thing he did was like, well, okay. When was the last time Saturday was... You right. know, the state okay. and stuff like that. That's fair answer. All right. So he knows that, uh, you know, that became locked on airplane mode or whatever it is, you know, maybe a couple of years ago or right. something like okay. that. Right. So everyone started, you know, get it, looking at the clues and trying to figure it out and more questions, you know, like, like, okay, so what is that photo on the lock screen? Why is it blurry? You know, and like all that sort of stuff. Right. Um, someone suggested. Hey, um, why don't you plug it into a compu- into a computer? Um, if you plug it into a computer, then maybe it'll say like, "Oh, like, do you want to connect to so and so's phone? Is that a trusted device?" So the plug it into a computer tip would add another crucial clue. The phone once belonged to someone named Sully. The problem was Tom couldn't recall any Sullys in his life. Okay. Tom made another big discovery, how to access the phone's notifications. So I don't think Tom maybe has a lot of experience with iPhones. Doesn't seem like it. So that's probably why he didn't go to the Apple store and, and all that sort of stuff. Probably. It seems so like it. he ended up accessing the notifications from the lock screen, which included the weather at wherever the phone was located on January 3rd, 2015, um, and a message from Bonnie via... The Coffee Meets Bagel dating app. Okay. So <clears throat> Alex posted here. So here you can see the notification. Right. Part two. Message from Bonnie on dating app. I like Le Petit Prince. I don't go to Yosemite often. Do you? Someone claim your phone. Bonnie is waiting for you. All right. So now there's, there's a love interest here. All right, this is I'm I'm this has got me hooked, dude. <clears throat> so with that, the community of people that were helping him started to grow. Um, one group cross-referenced historical temperature data in in a search of locations that had a high of 91 degrees on January 3rd, while another group posted the riveting story of the misconnections on Craigslist targeting locations identified by the weather research group. Okay. So basically they said, okay, well, we know the date. We Let's look at when that date, you know, yielded those temperatures. Um, okay, they figured that out. And then they said, okay, now based on that information, let's post misconnections for a Bonnie via this app, you know, and like stuff like that. <clears throat> All right. Logan Roberts, the person who suggested plug it in and find out the person's name, took a bold stab at solving the puzzle. Are you ready for this? Sure. Okay. I think I figured this out. It was right in front of us the whole time. Harambe was shot on May 28th, 2016 in Cincinnati. Okay. 
the record high ever recorded in Cincinnati was on May 28th, and it was 91 degrees in 1987. The two middle numbers of 1987 are 98. 98 degrees, the boy band formed in part at the University of Cincinnati. If you go to their Wikipedia page, you'll see that the 1.3, a.k.a. 1 slash 3, important date for this phone, is the first album release footnote. 1.6, a.k.a. 1 slash 6, is the hiatus footnote for the 98 degrees breakup. Well, they called it a hiatus, but we all know it was the beginning of the end. Bonnie is listed on Harambe's wiki page as a notable orangutan. <laughs> Bonnie lives at the National Zoo in Washington, D.C., where Alex Tom is from. Bonnie was born in 1978, an anagram of 1987. The National Zoo is 1,300 <laughs> hectares. Again, one slash three hectare equals hectare, or like hect, hect you know, the yeah. measurement uh-huh. hectare. Hector, the Trojan prince, Le Petit Prince, Alex, Tom's only Alex Tom's only friend named Troy on Facebook is Troy such and such. It's Troy's phone. Mystery solved. So let me ask you, do you think that's that's no. the answer? No. It was not Troy's phone. <laughs> no. Others inspired by the realization of the anagram of Troy's name almost spells uh, cyanide Thor. Um would uh, make a terrific heavy metal heavy metal band and embarked on a tangent. And so they made all these t-shirts and stuff. <laughs> Look at that. Bonnie. <laughs> like that one. Bonnie? Question mark. It has a screenshot of it. <clears throat> so the conversation continued. People are joining, adding expertise. Subaru's sales history was studied in the search of clues. Bonnie's of all stripes were considered, and Sully's too. Has anyone considered that Sully might be short for Solomon? Now, when I first read this, Ian, I was like, Solomon, why not Sullivan? That's a much more common. And then, of course, it's a joke, right? We can eliminate Solomon the Magnificent or the Sultan of the Ottoman Empire because blah, 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 blah. Uh Okay. So just when it seemed the search had hit an end, Craigless responses began to flood in. Some were helpful, others a little less so. Then <clears throat> Logan Roberts hit the jackpot. Facebook post. OMG, OMG, breaking news. Coffee Meets Bagel customer support responded to the Craigslist ad saying they found out who it is. Looks like they copied me on a masked email with Sully himself. All right. Roberts told the HuffPost he was shocked. The breakthrough came via Craigslist, um, going so far as to ask Coffee Meets Bagel to independently verify the too-good-to-be-true news. I was expecting to hear some random people's ideas about what happened or maybe some people with, uh, with car or phone knowledge to chime in, but I really thought I w- it would just be a funny addition to the search. When less than 24 hours later, I got an email from Melissa at Coffee Meets Bagel. I literally shot up out of my chair at my desk and yelled. I scared the shit out of the guy sitting next to me. But we'd all been following the story so so closely. He was thrilled too uh, when, we found, when he found out that we had found Sully. 
As you'd expect, uh, the thread continued to grow, pushing 100 comments and exploded in celebration with long overdue questions for Sully. I just laugh cried like the people at the end of, of movies like Apollo 13, wrote <sighs> Tucker. Uh, so, somewhere there's a control room going fucking wild. Tom jumped in and formally introduced Sully to the thread. All right. So this is on Facebook. Alex Tom. <clears throat> Hi, everyone. First of all, I want to thank everyone who has joined me on this journey. I have been unbelievably impressed with your creativity, resourcefulness, and general lack of anything better to do. You've made Craigslist ads, tracked historic temperatures across America, concert tour dates, created new bands and t-shirts, and internet stocked random blogs. But now, like all good things, this journey must come to an end. I am pleased to introduce the phone's owner and newly added Facebook friend, Sully. Sully and I both guided rafting trips for the Sierra Club on the American River during the summer of 2014. His phone was lost in my car during a weekend trip from June 21st to 22nd. Because there is no service out there, people often put their phones in airplane mode while we are on the river. The general temperature range is right, too. Still a mystery as to about why the date reset. Did I forget about Sully? Maybe. And that's my fault. But I was thinking winter slash Tahoe until so-and-so tracked down a Le Petit Prince-related Bonnie post from summer 2014. It took a while, but uh, eventually it clicked. And uh, I'm sorry, I lost my place here. But eventually it clicked, and I tracked down Sully, the raft guide. I'll be sending him his phone as soon as I get his address. In the meantime, Sully, please come and take a bow. I think people have some questions for you. And Sully, being the good sport that he is, finally pulled back the curtain on so many mysteries. Such as? And, and he, he, <coughs> he chimed in. <clears throat> so, what I want to know? What do you, you want to know? I want to know who that picture is okay. in, on, on his phone wallpaper. You want to know who the picture is? Is that yeah. the only question you have? That's one question. What else? Like, pretend this is did your Did he moment. ever respond to Bonnie? Okay. Did he ever, did he ever get to, did, did him and Bonnie ever meet up or talk more? Okay. Um. What did he do after he realized his phone was lost? Did he just go buy a new one? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering where he left it in the car and how it got into the airbag compartment. All I'm right. wondering all these things. Cool. My questions were, um, <coughs> you know, who who is that on the Is that like you? Yeah. Is on that, the lock screen? You and Bonnie, what's up? And how the fuck did it get there? That Like that's that's... Yep. You know, pretty much uh, what everyone wants. Right. So Sully jumps in. <clears throat> Ta-da! You all found me. I'm finally, <laughs> I'm finally kind of sort of internet famous. Hashtag bucket list. If I knew three years ago that losing my phone would set off an epic Facebook thread, I wouldn't have felt too bad about losing my phone. So let me try to answer a few of your questions. One, Sully is short for Sullivan, not Sullivan. Although Solomon the Magnificent, former sultan of the Ottoman Empire, does have a nice ring to it. Two, I lost the phone in the summer of 2014. I was actually borrowing my brother's old phone until I got mine fixed. Let's just say I did not chip away. I think I know why the, why the, why the date didn't reset. Let's just say I did not chip away my reputation uh, as being the careless one in the fam. What, what's your theory about the date? My theory is that the phone 
the phone powered off on that date. Like okay. it lost all battery power on that date. Mm. And that the reason that when they powered it on and had that date is because it hasn't connected to the internet because it's on airplane mode. So it's not sure what the actual date is. And because the battery probably went fully dead, it doesn't know the exact date. Mm. That's my okay. theory. I don't know let's, if that's right, but that's see. my theory. <clears throat> Three, when I go rafting, I usually put my phone in the glove compartment since this area is known for cars being broken into if you leave it out. Since there's no signal, I usually put it in airplane mode to conserve battery. I remember looking for it in Alex's car, but couldn't find it. I thought I was going crazy. How it ended up in the airbag compartment, I don't know. Four, the background is a picture of Kina Granis. Oh, She's from around here. Yeah? Yeah, she went to um, uh, the rival high school uh, that I went to. She was the one who, years ago, we went to the Spectrum down the street, and she was trying to do that Super Bowl contest. Do you remember that girl? She was trying to. I remember. She's, um, yeah, she's an, I know who that is. She's she's an acoustic guitar. She's like a singer-songwriter. Yeah. So I know who that is. You've got a connection to Sully. I I guess I do. I know who that is. I've listened to her music. The background is a picture of Kina Grannis, who I saw at the Fillmore years ago. She has good guitar tutorials on YouTube, by the way. Just FYI. Five, Bonnie. Oh, Bonnie. Alas. (laughs) Uh Alas. I don't think we met up. It was so long ago. um, It was so long ago. Saying that I never received her reply would be a likely answer, but I don't remember. Either way, I wish her the best, and hopefully she wasn't waiting for a reply that never came. Hmm. This actually sounds like a movie idea. (laughs) It seems that some of you are sad that this is over, but I have to say it's pretty awesome seeing all of you come together and accomplishing a shared goal. Goals like finding the owner of a random phone found in an airbag of a car. And if it makes you feel any better, you all have made my day a little bit more brighter. Thank you all. You all rule. Several mysteries still remain, of course. Uh, what, What about Bonnie? Has she settled down? Is she still interested in going on a date with Sully? How did that go? Coffee Meets Bagel has reached out to Bonnie and offered to host the major characters of this saga at their headquarters nice. in San Francisco. Nice. But we're waiting to see what the outcome of that oh, is. Oh, man, I got to know now. What if, dude? So, uh, that, I mean, not directly for Bonnie, but in a way, it's kind of like a modern day Cinderella story. That's what this is, dude. It's like, oh, Kinda. this phone. Um, <clears throat> Apple didn't immediately respond uh, to a request for a comment regarding the iPhone's apparent time-bending abilities. Why did a phone that was lost in, t- in June 2014, uh, presumably and presumably died a few days later, reset to January f- uh, January 2015? Well, if it's on airplane mode, it can last far longer than that because you're not getting cellular data connection. It's true. Six months? depends on how full that phone was and how much it was it was just sitting there and it was in like a low-powered state i don't know I mean, it's it's possible we'd have to we'd have to do some independent research i think that <laughs> well all right you know we, we could probably look it up also well and if the phone was turned off like let's say they turned it off completely mm-hmm. that battery j- discharge time is is taking some time too that's true so if, Although, if it's still calculating itself like in the background saying okay i know it's this day i know it's this day i know it's this day maybe i don't know i, I don't really have a good answer for that either although if um if um 
Sully seemed to mention that he just put it on airplane mode. Right. He didn't seem to indicate that it was powered off. I mean, if it got wedged in a compartment, what if the button was pressed? It's possible. After some time. I guess. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's my guess. So, I mean, they haven't said... So, we'd have to do some research and be like, how long could it last? How right. long could that battery last? Um, Subaru, though, came through. The carmaker's corporate communications director, Michael McHale, uh, assured HuffPost that nobody was ever in danger of taking an iPhone to the face if the airbag had exploded. (laughs) Here's the explanation of how the phone likely ended up where it did. Where the phone was found is not really the airbag compartment, so to speak. It's just the inner dash below the airbag. Hmm. Sounds like it dropped behind the glove box. Okay. If the airbag deployed, the phone would still be in the dash up uh, until the body shop found it when they replaced the deployed airbag. It would not cause the airbag to go off as the airbag wiring is tucked well out of the way for anything falling back there to interfere or damage it. Basically, this is the uh, same principle of how socks disappear when you do laundry. When you overfill your washer, uh, top loader, and the clothes spin out, the sock goes over the top of the tub and falls inside the washer, never to be seen again until the repairman comes to fix your washer. Right, okay. Two go in, but only one comes out. Right. And as for Tom, he's just happy to have been along for the ride. I certainly didn't expect to gain this level of attention, he told HuffPost, but it was truly amazing how invested people became, and I was really impressed with general creativity and all the ways people suggested to track down the owner of the phone. Um, they even have a link here, which is like click through the full thread and they're like, we highly suggest that you do it. You know, I'm sure it's probably pretty funny, but like, dude, like God, it's just fucking mysteries like that. Like that's fuck. I don't know about you. Like I was reading that and I was just smiling. Like, Holy shit. This isn't just stopping at like anyone know whose phone this is. Oh, well, yes, we do it. yes I would have gone. My first thought was like, oh, I'll go to the Apple store or, or I'll look up the serial number and see if I can find a name that it's registered to and right. then go from there. But, you know, to each their own. You know, I mean, I also would never have thought to be like, okay, where was this loss? Right. You know, I might be like, well, I figured out whose phone it is, but how the fuck did it get in my car? Exactly. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I guess, I guess what we've learned this week then, Chewie, is that the world is full of mysteries, hasn't it? Well, we solved the mystery of the berry. We did. We've solved the mystery of the berry and the mystery of jam versus jelly and the mystery of ketchup, the mystery of scorpion hair (laughs) and scorpion power. Oh, man. Uh, The mystery of, uh, and finally, the mystery of one man's lost phone and the journey to return it to its appropriate owner. Mysteries truly are what drive our world, Chew. Whether we want to uh, believe it or not, it is true. Mysteries make life worth living. That's the mystery. I'm chewing. <laughs> that is the mystery. I mean, all praise be to the Dark Lord Crumbar. Save us, Jesus Christ, more terrible, horrible sins. And as always, keep that face, because you never know when it'll end up as a blurry photo on someone's phone background, only to be discovered years later, launching a nationwide investigation <laughs> to figure out who, who is that? <laughs> start, How did he get there? Start practicing guitar now. See you next week. This is tough. This is tough. This is tough. And things. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.